Welcome to Dr. Dave on Call, where we discuss your health, well-being, and everything in between. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Nyack. And today we're going to add to our regular programming. We're going to start an inaugural Dr. Dave on Call quick hits. So basically, it's like a shorter length episode, maybe 10 minutes or so, maybe less. And we're going to discuss a relevant topic or question. Let us know what you think about this addition to our regular episode lineup. Uh, in addition to our episodes that have our guests and experts, hey, email us a question. Hello at drdaveoncall.com or you can tweet us at drdaveoncall. Also want to remind those who are enjoying our podcast to continue to describe to our podcasts. Check out our website, drdaveoncall.com. You'll find all of our episodes. Hey, if you like our YouTube videos uh, of each of our podcasts, please go ahead and subscribe. Give us a like too as well. All right, so let's get started on our quick hits episode. We are going to tackle this question. What is the central reason for a stay-at-home order? So we are having about 150,000 cases a day right now of COVID-19. And in the next month or so at this rate, probably going to have about 200,000 cases a day in the United States. And if you look at our average hospitalizations, um, we're around 50,000 admissions throughout the country. Um, that's very high. That's very consistent with our peaks in, uh, you know, the summer months in July, as well as, you know, when we were around March, April, um, but it's only going to get worse. Um, and so now we're tackling this question, right? What's the central reason for stay at home orders? Um, you know, there are places in the U S that are faring much better. And then there are some that are worse than other places right now. You look at the Dakotas, Wisconsin, um, even here in Illinois, uh, we're faring pretty poorly. Um, whereas, you know, some areas like the Northeast, they're doing a little better, right? So as these cases are rising so fast and you have such high community spread, it's so rampant, there's more and more talk of shutting it down or enacting a stay-at-home order. It just becomes more, you know, apparent in the media. You have even in public health official briefings, they talk about stay-at-home orders or shutting down. But really, why do we have these stay-at-home orders? So I want to just dive in real quick here, talk about what's going on here, because a lot of people are against it, right? Because it really hurts our economy. It hurts it hurts everybody when we have these, you know, draconian methods, right? So we talked about our pandemic curve and how it relates to our hospital capacity curve on previous episodes. If you go back to, uh, you know, April, we talked about this. So as cases go up, more people get hospitalized, right, with COVID. And our hospital admissions increase. And as a bed uh, of a COVID patient is taken up in the hospital, the capacity goes down, right? There's not as many beds for people, as well as beds for people who have heart attacks or strokes or really, you know, complex medical issues that are not COVID. Um, but it's a lot more than that, right? So hospital capacity has a has a lot to do with staffing, right? Who's taking care of these sick patients, the doctors, the nurses, um, and, and all of the staffing issues that go behind, you know, taking care of COVID patients, but also, again, taking care of heart attack patients, stroke patients, and more importantly, managing, let's say, their respiratory conditions, right? So how many respiratory therapists are available, um, because as community transmission goes up, 
uh, more people are getting inf- infected. And right, uh, hospitals who treat these patients, their staffs are going to get uh, infected too. So you have that issue of how do we staff these um, these places, right? So we can build field hospitals, right? But the important question is how do we staff them? That's really the key question. So we have emergency staffing situations for hospitals. There are volunteers, right? Other volunteers can fly in from different uh, states, even countries to help out. Government resources, right? We have like the military can come in and help out too. Um, But let's start to think about the rural areas, right? Um, These hospitals have very small bed capacities and they have very limited staffing, right? There's just not that many uh, health professionals uh, that can work in these smaller hospitals. So they can't take care of the very, very sick. They have very limited resources, right? Their ICU beds are, um, they're a lot smaller in capacity, right? Only maybe a couple rather than having 50 to 100 that you see at larger metropolitan hospitals, right? So when you're getting a complicated COVID patient, the level of care that they can provide is not as extensive as you would see at larger hospitals. So what do they do? Well, these hospitals, these smaller rural hospitals have to request transferring these patients to larger centers, right? But let's kind of look at the situation now as we're seeing COVID throughout the entire country right now. These larger centers in bigger cities are filling up, right? COVID is spreading in big cities and smaller cities. So as these beds fill up in larger centers, they can't take transfers from rural centers. And if going back there, right, to the rural hospital, if you can't get the level of care you need and you can't transfer that patient to a facility that has more extensive uh, capabilities of taking care of these patients, well, your risk of dying increases tremendously. So that's where we go back to these stay-at-home orders, right? The the draconian measures that are just this blunt force tool, they basically dramatically lower the real-time movements of people, right, in order to reduce viral transmission. So if we do it really quickly, right, if we order people to stay at home, we dramatically reduce real-time movements instantaneously, really, depending on when these orders go into effect. And what it does, it allows hospital capacities to get a reprieve. And that's exactly what happened in March and April in these larger cities. We basically had stay-at-home orders that were first implemented in the states and then finally with the government. And that's what happened. You gave these hospitals, like in New York, in Chicago, in LA, Atlanta, all these places that time where you decrease the real-time movements and allowed hospital capacities to uh, ease where you could staff them appropriately and get the level of care. And actually, to be honest, um, going back to March and April, that's probably what we should have done is just had these stay-at-home orders in larger cities where COVID was affecting. Because in rural areas, you didn't see COVID affecting them as much. Um, So that's exactly what's going to probably happen at the rate we're going right now, hospitals in our larger cities now, they're very well prepared to handle these surges, right? They have staffing emergency um, lists that they can, uh, you know, implement. 
They could redirect beds, right, from non-essential services into, um, you know, resources for COVID. They can cancel elective surgeries, et cetera. But at these smaller hospitals in rural areas and areas of lower socioeconomic status who have poor access to healthcare, these these patients are going to really suffer, right? So that's why now, if we are going to see stay-at-home orders, could we potentially implement them in extremely affected areas? Yeah, I think we're going to have to really pour over the data. Let's say we look at data in Wisconsin or the Dakotas or areas of rural uh, places where COVID is just exploding and the hospitals are reaching their capacity. Yeah, you could see targeted stay-at-home orders. Would we have a broad-based entire nation stay-at-home order? Probably not, right? Because there are areas right now where COVID is increasing, but not as much, and the hospitals can handle this, right? So why resort to a blunt force tool when we could precisely target these areas that need to that need to um, be shut down so we can actually give a reprieve to the hospitals, give a better chance to patients who are sick in these hospitals, right? And then also, um, you know, help the staffing issues um, in those areas. So how long would you need them for? Probably a few weeks, right? Just to allow the hospitals to... Um, you know, ease the amount of admissions, make sure all of the staffing issues are taking place. And what that's going to do, it's going to drop the, the viral transmiss- transmissibility in the cities, right? So that's, that's where we're at right now. I know that in the media, we're hearing stay-at-home orders and I'm not going to do a stay-at-home order or I don't want to be part of that. Well, I think we really have to understand, well, why are we implementing these stay-at-home orders? And really, it's for hospital capacity, staffing, and to make sure that we can provide the level of care um, that COVID patients and other patients need too during this pandemic, both on a rural hospital uh, level and also at larger hospitals too. So I hope this was an informative quick hit. It's our inaugural uh, Dr. Dave on call quick hit. We talked about uh, the stay-at-home orders why are they in place um, and where we could possibly see um, a stay-at-home order come down the pipeline as we see COVID uh, cases exponentially rise, especially in some areas over um, other areas who are doing faring better. We hope you enjoyed this episode uh, of The Quick Hit. I want to remind you that if you're enjoying our podcast, continue to subscribe. Uh, check out our website, drdaveoncall.com. You'll find all of our episodes, and if you like our YouTube videos, uh, each of our podcasts are recorded, and we have our own YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe and and give us a like. We hope you all are staying safe and healthy during this COVID-19 pandemic. Remember the three W's, wash your hands, wear a mask, and watch your distance. And um, as we come into the traveling season for Thanksgiving and the holiday season, uh, only essential travel, stay at home, limit your gatherings and and be vigilant too. Stay safe and healthy and we'll talk to you next time.